This is the, wow, 92nd QuackCast, the award-winning QuackCast. And although there are two other posers out there, this is the first and best QuackCast. This one is being done on June 23rd, an alleged summer day here in the Pacific Northwest, but it's rainy and wet and cold. We're not getting any global warming here in Oregon. It's Oregon, not Oregon, just in case you wondered. This one is called, There's an App for That? There's no shortage of technology in my household. Computers, smartphones, and tablets of one kind or another. The nice thing about being a blogger and an app developer is I can justify it all. Well, mostly. The, it's probably tax deductible, hun, gambit can only be used so many times. But it is remarkable how much of my life is filtered through the digital lens. I think if Google Glasses ever became a reality, my kids and I would be the first in line to be permanently wired into the world. To my way of thinking, the demon-haunted world looks like hog heaven. And if you haven't listened to, I heard it on audio, Daniel Suarez's science fiction books, Demon and Freedom, they are a, a blueprint for the perfect jacked-in world. Anyway, there is an app for just about anything many of which feed into my OCD. I keep track of my daily walk on my iPhone, and I have walked over 1,500 miles since July 1st. And when I developed my middle-aged bloat, I had the option of taking medications to control the metabolic results or lose some damn weight. Losing weight is simple in concept, hard in execution. Take in fewer calories than you expend, and the weight will slowly, ever so maple bar free slowly come off. It took nine months to drop 45 pounds. And I must say, I don't feel any better. I feel just as old and creaky as I did before I lost the weight. I've lost 10 yards on my drives, but at least my labs are better. This is the opposite of the placebo effect. I am subjectively the same, but I'm objectively better. I'll take it. One of the cool features of the app I used and still use for calorie management is that it will take a picture of a barcode of the food and give me the nutritional information to enter into the program. I mean, that's just amazing. A fellow infectious disease doctor sent me a link to a story about Chinese tongue diagnosis. The journal article has been accepted for publication and is entitled Automatic Tongue Feature Extraction for Zeng Classification in Traditional Chinese Medicine. It is as fine a piece of tooth fairy science and tooth fairy engineering as I have ever encountered. What is Zeng? It's Z-H-E-N-G. The paper starts with the usual blather. It's ancient, blah, 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 holistic, bloody, bloody, blah, enhances body resistance, yada, yada, yada. The standard logical fallacy-filled introduction used to justify the study of all sorts of nonsense. Been there, done that. Is Zeng based on any known anatomy, physiology, biochemistry, or validated in prior well-done clinical trials? <laughs> of course not. At least, not that I can find on the PubMeds or the interwebs. So they proceed with, quote, For thousands of years, Chinese medical practitioners have diagnosed the health status of a patient's internal organs by inspecting the tongue, especially the patterns on the tongue's surface. The tongue mirrors the viscera. Changes of tongue can objectively manifest the states of disease, 
which can help differentiate syndromes, establish treatment methods, prescribe herbs, and determine prognosis of disease. End quote. Nope, wrong. Yet another nonsensical mapping system. While a few diseases can manifest on the tongue, my personal favorite being disseminated histoplasmosis, the tongue does not mirror the viscera any more than the ear, the head, the hand, the foot, or the iris, or even the buttocks. As I have mentioned before, is the body crowded or what with all those mapping systems are applied to one person? Then they describe Zeng. And I keep thinking of Zenga, that stacking game, whenever I see Zeng. But this is just plain Zeng, not Zenga. So here is the description. Quote, it is a characteristic profile of all clinical manifestations that can be identified by a TCM practitioner. Zing is an outcome after analyzing all symptoms and signs, tongue appearance and a pulse feeling included. All diagnostic and therapeutic methods in TCM are based on the differentiation of Zing, and this concept is as ancient as TCM in China. Zing is not simply an assemblage of disease symptoms, but rather can be viewed as the TCM theoretical abstraction of the symptom profiles of individual patients. As noted in the abstract, Zing is also used as a guideline in TCM disease classification. For example, patients suffering from the same disease may be grouped into different Zings, whereas different diseases may be grouped as the same Zing. Hmm, pretty flexible. Cold Zing, cold syndrome, and hot Zing, cot syndrome, are the two key statuses of Zing. Other Zings include Shen Yang Zhu Zeng, the kidney yang deficiency syndrome, and Shen Zhu Zeng, kidney deficiency syndrome, and Zhu Yu Zeng, blood stasis syndrome. End quote. I probably butchered the Chinese pronunciation. I have read and reread the paragraph and have searched the webs and the PubMeds to better understand the concept of, quote, patients suffering from the same disease may be grouped into different zings, whereas different diseases may be grouped as the same zing. This kind of reminds me of trying to understand the classification of streptococci, only a lot less helpful. Zing seems to lack the useful clinical ability to both classify and discriminate, but I am not certain. My summary of Zing, well, it's anything they seem to want it to be. Quote, when I use Zing, Humpty said in a rather scornful voice, it means what I choose it to mean, neither more nor less. The question is, said Alice, whether you can make Zing mean so many different things. The question is, said Humpty Dumpty, which is to be master? That's all, end quote. And as Thomas Jefferson noted in a different context, ridicule is the only weapon that can be used against unintelligible propositions. Ideas must be distinct before reason can act upon them. And I am not so sanguine that reason can act upon Zing. Still, they came up with a way to use a computerized pattern recognition and applied it to the tongue to identify the Zing state, and then compared it to patients with known, and put known in quotes, hot Zing, cold zing, gastritis, and helicobacter pylori in the mother of all multiple comparisons and came up with, well, I really don't know. Not really. Nothing as best I can tell. 
And if you judge from why most published research findings are false, my favorite article, the authors hit at least five of six reasons why any positive result in this study is complete and utter bunk. Mostly they concluded that, after what looks to be a huge amount of coding and clinical effort, they have a computer program that can analyze a part of the tongue, and it somewhat correlates with the patient's known Zing status. The effort was more to calibrate the system than to validate it as a diagnostic tool, but still generating useless results nonetheless. All sound and fury, signifying nothing. It kind of saddens me that so much time, effort, and money was expended on nothing of value, although I'm sure the programmers learned some nice algorithms in the process. It seems like getting a degree in homeopathy or naturopathy. And if you think we have problems with money spent in the United States by the NCCAM, this study was funded in part by the National Science Foundation of China, who has a subsection for Chinese medicine. No surprise there. But can you imagine the politics and cultural background of funding in China for their traditional forms of scam? We actually have it easy here, I'm sure. The depressing part of the paper is the author's intention to continue to apply what appears to be sophisticated and complex computer programming to fiction, and then bring it out as a smartphone app. Like my diet program, you will take a picture of your tongue, and it will let you know if your zing is hot or cold, then you can seek appropriate care, which is, don't do anything about it, of course. Quote, as we continue to work on the software, we hope to improve its ability. Eventually, everyone will be able to use this tool at home, using webcams or smartphone applications. This will allow them to monitor their zing and get an early warning about possible ailments, Duan said. End of quote. I really should have run this article through the Quackometer. The Quackometer is a website that will analyze the words in a website and let you know how full of quackery it is. It's a good website. The magical tongue-reading Zen app will not be the only app covering some form of scam. Looking at the iTunes store and the Android store, all the standard scams are well represented with multiple apps. There were fewer in the iTunes store than the Android marketplace. There are some apps for the BlackBerry and a few for the Windows phone, but then nobody uses Windows phones yet. But you can diagnose and treat yourself. Of course, they all have the appropriate disclaimer. And others with apps that assist with homeopathy and naturopathy and chiropractic and herbology. The Android Marketplace has a lot more apps, probably because it is easier to develop and deploy on the Android store. As an app developer myself, I know how difficult the App Store is to get things up and running. Apple is very high standards. The Pocket Naturopath is only a dollar, and it will help you save money, quote, no more paying huge sums of money and waiting in line to speak to a naturopath or holistic healer, unquote. Why do I think this app is saving people from an alternative Lucy? The doctor is in. Only charging more than a nickel, huge sums of money and waiting in line. It sounds like seeing a naturopath is going through screening at the airport. From my perspective, a dollar is a huge sum for naturopathic advice. Or, courtesy of Healing Frequency 528 Hertz app, quote, DNA repairing perfect 528 Hertz tones in long pulses. 
Heal yourself with scientifically proven frequency that repairs cells and is said to be the tone of unconditional love. End quote. Or I resist, which, quote, accesses vast levels of knowledge along with tools that pierce the veil. The I resist hyper portal application keeps you in the know with the most expansive knowledge and tools related to ascension and spiritual enhancement sourced from the resistance community, end quote. There are a few scams that are not represented by at least one app. Applied kinesiology and craniosacral therapy are the main exceptions that I could find, although they were found in the subset of chiropractic apps. And entering the amazing meeting into iTunes did lead to Bible apps, which I thought was most peculiar. There is a smartphone app for almost anything. Skeptical apps are in very short supply. I could find a logical fallacy app, but they only pop if you search especially for them and were evidently not used by Zeng researchers. Except it seems for science-based medicine. There is no shortage of medical woo and nonsense in the app store, but very little in the way of medical science and skepticism. For science-based medicine, so far, there is no app for that. But, he says with foreshadowing, keep an eye out. That may be changing in the not-too-distant future. And that ends the 92nd QuackCast. You can find more of my growing multimedia empire over at moremark.squarespace.com. See you later. Bye. Oh yeah, and if you're bored, wander on over to iTunes and write me a glowing review on the iTunes store. Feed my ravenous yet fragile ego.